Welcome to the Future Hero Podcast. My name is Baxter, and thank you for pressing play. The music you're hearing right now is Bird of Prey. Bird of Prey, P-R-E-Y. It's one half of the duo of Birds of Paradise. Mr. Torrent, good night. I would say he specializes in it, but definitely whenever I hear Torrin's music, it's got some get down on it. This is one of the slower tracks, if you know what I mean. And it's perfect for what I want to talk to you today. And What I want to talk to you today about is getting that body of yours moving getting it opened up again and bringing the kind of health that movement provides into your life if it's not there already and before you start giving me excuses about why you can't you could just do it right now you could just do it right now you could just stand up wherever you are right now and you can move for the next 30 minutes with me Seriously, just right now, you could just get up, turn the music up, and just start moving your hands. And it's that simple. And if you can move for this entire podcast, there is no way you won't be feeling great by the end. Feel as though I can almost assure you that if you just get on your two feet right now and start moving and darting your hands around, that you can give your body exactly what it needs. And let me tell you what's so beautiful about that. Right? Is this not dope? What's so beautiful about movement is that it gives right back. It gives right back. So right now you're just moving your hands around, you're starting to find your rhythm with this guy i understand music's like that right it's like uh it's like going swimming you're going swimming in the lake of bird of prey and you gotta feel out his waters you gotta feel out his tempo so just like you're feeling out right now you can reach out with your hands and just move them in all kinds of crazy ways feeling feeling for your connection to this song feeling for your connection to the beat And of course, ultimately, all these connections are just bringing you to the connection of the now, right? That's what's so beautiful about movement is that it only happens in the now. Otherwise, it didn't happen. It it lives in the now. You want to touch the now. You want to be in the now, then move your body. Right? I didn't lift your hands, I don't know what will. There you go. And the secret to reclaiming your movement, to getting it back into your life, is to just let it do what it wants to do. For some reason, a long time ago, we got convinced that every time we dance, it needs to look dope, that it needs to look refined, it needs to look polished and honed and perfected. 
screw that noise. That's for performers. That there's a time and there's a place for that. Maybe that's for even the practitioner. But right now, we just want to be in the open space, just funky, get down, just movement, just movement, just movement, just movement. Right, right. I'm sitting here right now as I make this recording, and I still have a layer of sweat on me. And it feels great. I, t- I say this in my workshops all the time, and, and I don't know if you guys would agree with me or not, but sweat, truly, for me, is the best antidepressant that I've ever had in my life. And that a good, sweaty session of movement does more for me than any bottle, bottle of pills that's ever been given to me. And I'm not knocking... Those of us that need to take that stuff to get by, I get it. It's cool. But, you know, things are better in cocktails. And you can mix a little sweat into your program. If your program is meditating every morning, taking the medications that you need to take, reaching out to the people that you need to reach out to, I'm just talking about adding another leg to that table to make it more sturdy. And actually, to me, just my opinion, it's the most important leg, if there is such a thing. And that's movement. That's your physical body. That's your health. And look, let's be clear. I'm I'm talking to a, a world full of people that I haven't met. And so for those that are handicapped, for those that are disabled in some way or injured or can't move right now, I'm in no way saying that their lives are limited. But for those of us that can move our bodies, we can't really reach our ultimate potential in our thoughts and in our expression without being in this body and treating it healthy. I mean, let me just put it this way. All your great thoughts that you had in an unhealthy body, imagine the greatness of those thoughts Coming from a clear head. Coming from a relaxed frame of mind. And this is what movement does. We're all focused on on the vain aspects of, of movement and exercise, but it is so much more than that, so much more real than that. One of the relationships, or one of the religions, excuse me, that I kind of have fallen in love with as I've studied it has been Quakerism. Quakerism, and and there's, uh, it's about 500-year-old religion, and there's loads of varieties of Quakers, all the way from evangelicals to atheists. And the majority... It's hard to say what Quakers believe, but the the majority of the Quaker sort of faith, no matter where the spectrum lies, is that whatever God is, the access point to that God is uniquely placed within the individual, and that only that individual can talk to God, that only that individual can hear what God has to say that another person can't tell them. Another person can share their experience, and that's very important because it can open a door. 
But ultimately, the relationship that a Quaker has with their God is determined by their listening to that still small voice. So stay with me here. In a way, dance is that personal, unique connection that you have to your unique self. That thing, that essence, that energy that makes you, you, dance as a movement form, taps that if allowed, if allowed. And that's the big part. And that's why so many of us don't move, because we feel unallowed, for whatever reason, into that movement form. And dance is a way to reclaim it and to express that essence. Right? (laughs) Perfect. Are you still moving? If you're still moving to this podcast, if you're still moving around at all, then you're in the ninth minute of cardio right now. Your body is starting to loosen up as you move your hands around. I'm going to let you do it right now. Just move your hands around. See if you can get those elbows going. Now, if you're still thinking about what you should be doing while you're moving your hands, then that's kind of the problem. Because where we're trying to go is a little bit more improv than that. And the best way to get into this improvisational place is to just let movement flow. Just let it flow through you. Just let your hands dart and move and be weird. If you want to shadow box, then shadow box. If you want to pop and lock, pop and lock. Just move, just move, just move, just move, just move. The thing is, is that if you want to get lost in it, you need to get deep in it. And the way that you get deep in moving is just movement, 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 movement. Like right now, you should start to move your feet around a little bit. You should start to bend into your legs a little bit, right? Oh, bring that back. getting beat up economically right now. We are getting beat up. None of us have money, right? And so we got to find ways to stay healthy that are free, or that are low cost as possible. And my friend, if you're moving right now, this has cost you nothing. I didn't charge you anything for this. A good song might be all you need to get back to the health that you want to be and want to have. I mean, it's really that simple. That dance is that way, in the same way that Quakers have a personal connection to their sense of God, dance can be your connection to the sense of the current place of your physical form, of your physical form. And the thing is, if you want to avoid injury, but take your body higher and higher, then listen to it and push it just a little bit. Not a lot of it, just a little bit. Push it. When you start to get tired, look at the clock and say, okay, I'm tired now. I'm going to keep going for four more minutes. Are you still dancing now? I hope you're still dancing now. 
If you're still dancing now, you're 12 and a half minutes in right now. You're 12 and a half minutes in. Right now, your heart rate should be up, elevated. If it's not elevated right now and you want to feel this a little bit deeper, then start to lift those knees. Sink down into the legs just a little bit. Oh, man, I love this beat. Some of you may want to try releasing the rib cage a little bit, like rolling the rib cage, especially my brothers out there. The places that we get the tightest, or not just the tightest, but one of the places that we get the tightest is in the shoulders. And we get like this kind of permanent hunch after a while, and, and, and maybe this is for everybody. It definitely comes from my music producer friends working over laptops. But it's good to separate those shoulders again and to roll them. To roll the shoulders and then move that rib cage around, engage the heart center. You can pop it, lock it, send it left, send it right, send it back, diagonal. And be free. Be free. Be free. Just be in movement, not just movement. Not, there's no purpose to this other than the doing of it right now. Just the doing of it right now. That's the purpose. What's important about movement and a movement practice is momentum. Momentum. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you've got it, don't F with it. And if you don't have it, then let's get some started. This, this, just this podcast could be a start. I mean, I'm not trying to, to put more importance on this than there is. But right now, we're 14 and a half minutes deep into this. And if you're moving right now, this is good for you. This is good for you. There are some health professionals that think you just need 10 minutes of cardio a day. I say, screw it. Let's go for 30. You know, let's push that. And while you're getting your heart rate going, the body's reaching this optimal place right now. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> what a way to end the song. Oh, that's not the end of the song. <laughs> It's like this. The body keeps around what it needs. The body keeps around what it needs. And if you move your left arm, it says, I need that left arm. <laughs> if you move around the right arm, it says, I need that right arm. Left foot, right foot. Actually, right now, you can just follow me right now as I move. I can shift you around the body and shift your awareness. I say left hand, left hand, left hand. Your awareness shifts up to your left hand. Awareness like a light that comes on in a room. Shows you things. Right? I could say send your awareness to your right hand. Whatever you're doing. You're making dinner. You're working out with me right now. You're on a elliptical. I say send your awareness to the right hand. And your awareness will move to your right hand. And it'll feel different. It'll seem different to you. It'll maybe even begin to move differently. That's awareness, and that's his beauty. And that's his beauty. You know, I didn't really even understand um, maybe all the full philosophical implications of, 
you know, the Buddhist and Hindu sense of awareness until I got into movement and I realized that, yeah, you know, once awareness is present, there is an innate momentum in that awareness that there is a potentiality for healing, for change, for strengthening, for positivity with the placement of awareness. So when I say awareness on your right hand, your right hand, your right hand, your right hand may not start moving any differently, but it probably will. Because just the presence of awareness in your hand highlights it. It slows down time. Left hand, left hand, right? Lots of energetic sounds in this. I love it. Now there is one excuse and unfortunately it is an excuse but it's a good one that everybody gives about why they don't have a movement practice and that is that they don't have time that their schedule is so busy between school and their job and preparing for the job that they want to replace their job and their kids and their kids responsibilities that there's no time But this is the Future Hero Podcast, my friends, and we have to have a standard. And if you're going to be a future hero, then you need to learn the skill of taking care of yourself and nurturing yourself. And if the people in your life won't give you the space that you need to have that nurturing time, then you ought to think if there's a way you can change that dynamic. Ask for more space. Or ask them to get out. But you got to find some time. Trust me. You have got to find some time. That voice in you that keeps saying that you need to find some time to find a movement practice is right. If that voice is right. And dance might be your secret. Dance might be your secret. Because you don't have to call anybody first to see if they can play with you. You don't have to get a ride. You don't have to go out in the rain. You can just push away from your desk, put some headphones on, press play to something like Bird of Prey, and move like a freak. Right? We're 20 minutes in, my friend. We are 20 minutes in. I bet your heart rate's going. Hopefully you're breaking a sweat by now. And you might, you might 
even begin to be feeling what we call flow. Flow, and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about a movement practice, and especially one with continuous movement in it. Sustained movement, like sustained dance. Sustained hoop dance. It is a sustained expression. You fall into flow. You fall into flow. Now, I've been flowing forever, and it's a beautiful feeling. And there are times when I have found my flow within the first couple of seconds of a song, and I'm just there, man. I'm just in it. But 90% of the time, when I really find my flow, I've been on the dance floor a while. I've been in my hoop for a while. And this is, you know, not to say that there's a way to short-circuit any, or not to, to shortcut anything, but sustained movement is the quickest and most reliable way to get to the flow state that I've found so far. That if you just move, and if you can move for, without stopping for, say, 21 minutes, right then you can start to feel that flow state. And that flow state, I mean, geez, everybody's got a definition of it. But here's the definition I think we should work with today. That the flow state that we're trying to get into today, or that this sustained period could get you into, well, again, it's kind of like going back to Hinduism and Buddhism. That our thoughts are actually emerging from something. That they are coming in and they become a form when they become a thought that this energy comes in and it becomes a form it takes a form in the form of a thought well, what if the energy of you the same energy that's providing those that substance to form thoughts was forming movement impulses right just forming movement impulse so that as just as your thoughts come without like you know much stopping and starting that your movement just comes and instead of going through the mind it kind of skips over that so the impulse just comes in and goes straight to the hand goes straight to the foot that this kind of release into the idea that energy is becoming a movement impulse before becoming a thought is essentially how I describe the flow state. Right. I mentioned that he was, Bird of Prey was one half of the duo. This is his duo, Birds of Paradise. That last song was as well. Love this track. These guys really know how to throw down. Everybody, especially today, has a theory on the flow state and how to get there. For me, I, I, you can't think your way into the flow state. 
or at least I don't know how to do that, but I do believe that you can move your way into the flow state. And then once you're there, that flow state is a space of... Um, well, the thing is, is that while you're in it, you may not describe it this way, but outside of the flow state space, you realize how confident you are within the flow state space. That you don't, while you're in it, you're not really thinking about confidence. I mean, maybe you are a little bit. Like, maybe you're like, damn, this feels badass. I'm a badass. But generally, you're just so deep into letting these movement impulses and letting your training and your preparation and letting your expression just come out, just flow out of you. And you become this, you, you are in your essence, you are in your authenticity. And sure, to outside of the experience, you would say it was confident, but really it's just what's normal, right? It's just what's normal. You're in this space of non-questioning, um, of maybe over, non-over-analysis non-thinking it to death you're just in that moment that's the flow state and just like any uh, retreat that we take or any meditation that we do we go to those things we do that so that we become familiar with the place so that we can find that place again and the flow state is no different than that and finding your flow state through a movement meditation will bring you into familiarity with that feeling and it will be easier for you to find that feeling in moments outside of your movement practice because you have become familiar with it you understand the feeling of it you understand the texture of that feeling and it's life-changing like you you find your flow and you find your confidence and you find the now and you find your body all at the same time and then you leave the, the movement practice space you move on and you go back into your regular life either it's that day the next day or future days and you may not always know exactly what your flow is but being in that space or who you exactly are but being in the movement space again and again, if not daily, on a weekly basis, it will help put you in touch with maybe what you are, but it also will help put you in touch with what you are not. What you are not. And this happens again and again when people get into a movement practice. They start to shed their friends. And it's not like they're turning away from their friends. It's just they're realizing that certain relationships that they've been in were just toxic behavior exchanges. And it's like their being in their flow state has kind of taught them what's not their flow, what doesn't feel good, what doesn't make them feel confident, what pulls them away from their self, themselves, and they'll start to step away. And I bet you have too. 
By the way, if you're still moving to this, we're almost done and it's 28 minutes. Congratulations. But, of course, learning who we are is more important, but sometimes learning what we're not can help point us, hurt us into what we are, to bring us into an understanding, a closer understanding of what we really are by knowing what we're not. You know, for me, I, I, I started to realize that being in the flow state every day, that like making fun of people was just not in my flow anymore. That I had like uh, been a waiter and, uh, you know, and I, I, I thought, think I'm a funny guy or whatever. And so I think really I wasn't trying to make fun of people. I was just trying to be a stand up comic all the time. But once I got to know my flow and everything, I started to realize, like, man, my jam isn't bringing other people down. You know, like, I'm not into hurting other people. I don't care what somebody wore to Walmart. Like, I got bigger things to focus on, to, to, to hone my energy on. You know, my life is short here. No matter who you believe, you're not going to remember this one. And so I want to, like, make the most of it. And when I look around, man, I see a bunch of miserable people. And I don't want to make them more miserable. I want to make them less miserable because that'll help me. And that'll help, in, that'll help them. It'll help us. And so I don't want to make any fun of anybody anymore, not even in a small way. And I think being in my flow space, feeling what really felt good, which is just jamming on bass with somebody getting down I love looking across the dance floor and just nine heads or like 20 people just all like right right that's my jam and my flow space taught me that So we are almost out of time. This is uh, Desert Dwellers Remix, Bird of Prey. If it sounds familiar to you, it's beautiful. First of all, thank you, Bird of Prey Torrent, man. Thank you for letting me use your music. I hope uh, I did it justice, man. A little background, I had a movement session to this. What got me sweaty in the first place is I had a movement session as I prepared what I wanted to say to this, man. And brother, I'm sitting over here with what I think these guys will be feeling if you moved with me this whole time. You're about, you're about to feel that warm body buzz and feel that feeling of confidence that you deserve to feel every day. And that's available to you every single day, and all you need is a SoundCloud. <laughs> Thank you, Torin. My name is Baxter of the Future Hero Podcast. My next stop is going to be next weekend in Sarasota, Florida. And then on July 22nd, I will be in Austin, Texas. This podcast survives off of the generosity of others, particularly musicians. If you dig what I have to say and would like to contribute your music, uh, you can see how it's featured here. I'll definitely give you credit in the notes. You can send me a letter or a submission through SoundCloud or to Baxter at FutureHeroPodcast.com. Baxter at FutureHeroPodcast.com. Along those lines, I'm putting together a email or questions. I've been getting some great questions from you guys, and I'm going to do an episode just where I answer them. 
If you have a question that you'd like me to answer or something about me or something that I've said or anything related, you can write me at Baxter at FutureHeroPodcast.com. Baxter at FutureHeroPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Bird of Prey. Thank you, Birds of Paradise. And thank you, Desert Dwellers. Have a good day.